Um, Looking pale, dude. <laughs> don't, don't start. Don't come at me like that. It's too early for this, dude. So it's been nice here, and I spent like a, a week and a half ago. I went golfing. We had some uh, people over, some family, and we went golfing. So I was outside in the sun for just like I don't know, fourteen hours. It felt like so we went to the driving range and then golfed and stuff. So um, got a pretty pretty good base tan going. So thought I'd call you out. Uh, yeah, I deserve it, dude. But when I lived in when I lived in Texas, I was tan all the time. I was actually out all day today, and still, like, if I was in Texas and I was out all day, I'd be um, sunburned right now. I'd be putting, yeah, you know, probably not. I mean, but but I'd be tan, dude. And now I spent all day outside, and I'm still like, I'm still pale, dude. Uh, so the north, it's different. But uh, yeah, we had fun. Took the kayaks out, went down the river. It was it was beautiful. It was awesome, dude. Um, I will say, yeah, definitely, because in comparison to Texas, where I'm in East Tennessee, we have a lot of nice like greenery and stuff. But that's one thing that, like, especially upstate New York, where you're like in like all those areas up there by the Adirondacks and stuff like that, like up in the north has some like nice stuff in like that awesome. northeastern portion. Um, awesome, dude! It's so awesome. The the <clears throat> wildlife, the hills, the 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 water, you know, the lakes and the rivers. Like we went down a river, and it was it was awesome, dude. <clears throat> And you know where I'm from, we don't have stuff like that. You just don't. It's just well, yeah. Out. Texas is just yeah. Just nothing. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> uh, yeah. Because like Tennessee is yeah pretty green, so I still have that nice city, but it's definitely been nice here. Like in the eight mid eighties to nineties, nice. A lot <clears throat> of people say they vacation uh, from around here to Tennessee, so apparently that's. Uh, place to go when they oh, get warm especially nashville at least not really they don't come to where i live but <laughs> yeah but they say tennessee florida's the other big one i hear a lot and then um the carolinas well up in like you'll see a bunch of florida plates um during the summer up there in like the new york and then yeah. they'll be gone during the winter and then come <laughs> back up for the summer so they, they like they winter in florida um, usually it's like older rich people that do it but that's because these winners are like Game of Thrones, dude. They're awful. Oh, it's rough. Um, it's rough. Yeah, that was uh, that was new. But yeah, they. I, what's funny is they all skip Georgia. It's the Carolinas and then Florida. Nobody, nobody's yeah. going to Georgia. Dude. No, no one's trying Pretty to be in, be in there. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> the swamps, dude. Um. All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the live stream. Uh, Dan AJ live. If you're new here, we uh, talk about all things fitness, nutrition, military prep, or whatever you guys want to talk about. Um, yeah, Buffalo Bills geography got it all today. Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> the Bills stuff is coming in already. Uh, I don't know actually. I don't Only think positive so. things, I'm sure. I just know? got tagged on it on that last, one of your one of the posts that we had up. Someone was coming at me. <laughs> <clears throat> Yeah, I see that. It's pretty funny, dude. Um, mm. I have questions rolling. You got questions on your end? I can start. I do. I do. So well, let's let uh, you start. You never start. I got my beard complimented. Um, I, I hit him with a flex, so we covered that. I think they're laughing uh, at you, not with you, though. Sean, nah, dude. They, nah, dude. Sean says, should I get rid of my hernia if I decide to go option 40? Um, yeah, I would, I would take care of that if you can. Um, Wait, what? I don't know. Talk, talk to your doctor. I don't understand the question. 
said, should I, I read, I should have read ahead. He's just like, should I get rid of my hernia? If I decide to go option 40. So if you got a hernia, um, well, it depends yeah, on, her- first of all, there's two different kinds of hernias. Yeah. Both should um, be taken care of almost immediately. <laughs> you don't want it to get worse, but that's definitely a, a question for uh, your medical provider. Make sure that you are cleared for, uh, what you want to do. So that's, uh, that's really what I would advise is talking to them, but yeah, I would get that taken care of. Um, however they recommend uh truman says nah keep it <laughs> um all right what's going on guys let's get a couple questions of mine um youtube account says could you handle an 84 week ait no i mean yes but no dude <laughs> yeah, no way i definitely I could not do rasp afterwards i wouldn't even know though i don't even know that would be so difficult um, um 84 so that's that's uh uh like a year and that's almost dude that's a year and like six months or so maybe seven yeah that's quick math don't, don't yeah don't do yeah about a year and a half that's fine yeah um it's um, a long time too long yeah especially after basic too just just ait so like <laughs> someone's uh but that'd be what rough. ait is that dude? they were talking about last time i can't remember what it was um, but it also depends on like what it was and like what certs you had beforehand and stuff like that. Oh, I did the thing where my phone is in the way of uh, the YouTubes. I don't know. Nothing gets past me, dude. I cut off a little bit of that side usually on my end. So you're probably fine. Okay. I, I, I have to, you know, on my end, I have to do a lot of things to troubleshoot for, um, your mistakes. Um, you know, lack of attention to detail, stuff like that. So that's fine. <clears throat> That's yeah, that's what you do, dude. Um, oh, this is a good question. Matthew Dutton says, Questions What are your top three soft prep courses I've heard of? 18 Alpha Fitness and Trend Liquor Ranger. <clears throat> we always talk about Black Flag Nation. Yeah, yeah I uh, like Black Flag. So, yeah, us number one. And then, <laughs> <laughs> but we Anybody honestly, else? <laughs> we do try to avoid looking too much at other people's things uh, in terms of like in depth. Uh, what they're doing for programs um we will sometimes look at you know uh like ideologies that they use or certain mm-hmm. techniques that they think are important um and we look into those more of maybe something we can incorporate in ours if we agree with it if we don't agree with it if it's backed up by you know relatively because new things sometimes are tough to really back up with studies but if it's backed by relatively you know smart people or even like smaller lesser known uh studies and things like that so we look more at ideologies than you know in depth into someone's actual program and stuff like that yeah and, and disclaimer i don't know i don't know what um, anybody's programs. I don't know what they're putting out. Uh, Black Flag, I, I've had him on a podcast. I liked the guy. Um, he was in First Bat as well. So um, I knew of him. We didn't really hang out or anything, but I knew of him. So I saw him around and things. Um, he's a he's a good dude. I like the con- – oh, my God. Oh, Lord. That light just randomly. Now he I definitely got a- looks pale. <laughs> ah, dude. Uh, <laughs> the that's super distracting. Let me finish my point, and then uh, I'm going to take care of that. That is so random. Um, but uh yeah, I don't know, I don't know what guys are putting out as far as their their programs and stuff like that. But uh I like the content that he puts out. Like I said, I've had him on a podcast. I like what he says. So um definitely from a mentorship aspect, I would say that. Um, you know, uh always be sure to do your research and look around and get, you know, advice from wherever you guys um whatever motivates you most and see fit. And he's got some great merch too. I bought um that um 
help me out though the whoopee uh oh the whoopee hoodie. hoodie yeah yeah that, that was fantastic the shorts are good um but as you know when we talk about programs of course we're going to advocate for our programs um super detailed a lot of work put into them yeah a lot of videos tied in uh pretty comprehensive but um we also talk about you know you guys trying out different things so um definitely a friend of ours i don't know about anybody else though really um really he got on my radar because uh he was showing support for the brand and then i turned around and started paying more attention to his brand and, and it just started becoming a collaboration so um there's a i know there's some good dudes out there you also got to be careful um out outside of that there's also some not probably good not yeah. good dudes out there right um maybe they market well maybe they you know uh take good pictures or whatever but you also got to be careful because you don't know some of these people they don't know what they're talking about or they're all about their own ego they're all about their own finances and brand or whatever um uh, definitely look out for people who have your interest in mind. And that's why um, I advocate for us and I advocate for black flag. Cause uh, that's something I do know about that guy is he cares about other people's growth. Uh, it's not just about um, his brand, you know, or his, him as a person. So. Um, <clears throat> let's see. <laughs> Let me fix this. I was gonna say, you keeping that light in. I can't, I can't like, troubleshoot that on my end. Sorry. Like I, I do sun. my best. That's so but... I got studio lights in here. Um, but yeah, obviously, like you said, like look out for people that are going to be looking to to help you because, you know, the more they help you, the better their business should grow. Um, but yeah, like we said, we don't like steal people's ideas or anything like that. So ideologies and things like that. Sometimes we look at what people are saying, but for the most part, we don't actually know in depth, like what their programs look like, but we have said a couple of times, like feel free to like do our plan, then jump into a different plan. It's a while of time, how like keeping your body on its toes, you know, switching it up a little bit is always good. So you can even try a couple out and see which ones you guys like the best, um, which ones you guys see the most improvement on your specific critical events and stuff like that. And then honestly, come back and let us know, um, you know, if there's one that did it better or if we, specifically one of our programs helped you do a specific thing better and stuff like that. So we're always open to feedback and stuff like that. Um, and always willing to, you know, adjust things as necessary and definitely as new information comes up. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. It, and I, you know, I think we do a lot to show that, um, it is about you guys. If you, even if you listen to that podcast that I did with you, know, Logan, and even our Dan and Jay lives all the time. Um, there's a lot that we do to try to be like, Hey, um, this is about you guys. Like uh, me and Logan talked about it. Like uh, you guys come first and you know, your interest. That's why whenever you guys bring up something you want to know, that's what we focus on and things. So um, yep. Yep. That's the big takeaway. You know, that that's what I'm saying. And it, it probably, um, I don't want to talk about this too long, but um, you know, there's, there's other guys out there that, like I said, you know, I, I don't think have that, interest for you guys so you know like i said just you guys you guys are smart do what works for you whatever motivates you that's that's really what's important um jose says do you know if you can get a medical waiver from a surgery that happened five to six years ago uh yes depending on this yeah it, it all depends on like what exactly you had surgery for and stuff like that some of it won't even need a waiver some do it just all depends on what the surgery is for yeah 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 but short i mean yeah long and short is yes um 
Oh, Jose followed up. He said full range of motion and healed completely. That's what they're going to want to see. So as long as you're healed, you had the surgery, you did the PT, and is it causing you problems anymore? Well, if you can show that via a waiver if needed, then that's that's what they look for. You know, they just want to make sure that you're good. Uh, Josh Nix says, what's the physically hardest thing you guys have ever done? Rucking in mountains of Afghanistan, question mark. Um, I can tell you the, um, the, the physically hardest thing I've ever done actually wasn't in range regiment. The physically hardest thing I've ever done was we did a movement uh, when I was in the 173rd. I did a movement in Latvia, and it was a training mission. And they had said, you know, our training, you know, information that we had gathered was that there was drones. They had drones. So we couldn't use the roads. <laughs> so, like, it's it was December in Latvia. And it's like we're, like, in, like, the Latvian wilderness. So, like, I, for all you guys that don't know where Latvia is, it it's, it's like, it, it touches Russia. So it's Russia. I was in, like, December in Russian, essentially what is the Russian wilderness. Um and we did a, like a ridiculously long movement, but we weren't allowed to use any roads at all. And like it was so dark under these trees that like your nods barely worked because like your nods still need light. So if there's no light, nods don't work. They still need ambient lighting. And it yes. was so dark that it, even your nods, it was like hard to see in your nods. And you'd be walking and then all of a sudden you just like tip over a three or four foot like little cliff edge that you couldn't see. You just fall over the, your rucks super heavy. Um absolutely physically exhausting demoralizing freezing cold um probably one of the, the most physically difficult things and we were on like a really tight timeline so we had to be like really really moving and like you know radios out there aren't going to work that well so i'm constantly trying to like i flip my ruck around in my chest as i'm walking in my plates and my i'm trying to like fix radios get antennas going up stopping when we do a short halt getting an antenna up through the tree lines trying to Oh man, it was probably one of the most difficult things we've ever done. <clears throat> yeah, that sounds awful. Um, or yeah, also the one there was one that I did in battalion as well, which every company did. That was not PAD too, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, there's definitely been some some good ones. I'll answer this, but uh, something that like an interesting fun fact. I actually uh, trained a guy when I when I did a a group training class. It was for seniors. That was part of one of the things I did. And uh, one of the guys that was in there was actually a part of, he was an engineer. He was a part of the development of the starlight telescope, right? Which is now our night vision. So he was actually initially a part of that. Uh, he used to help me out with my physics homework all the time, but uh, yeah, he was super, super smart guy, but he was telling me about it. It was like a uh, uh, pretty big deal, you know? Um, but that's, that's what they do. They pull in that ambient light. Like he said, uh, starlight, obviously that's why they called it that moonlight. Um, so Sometimes like there's going to be a difference between, you know, a full moon and, and, uh, you know, when the moon's not showing. So there's going to be a difference in how much, uh, you can see. So that's kind of fun facts about night vision, but, um, Oh, pro tip for any of you guys joining. I, I don't know. I've met people who didn't know this for a long time. There's actually like bezels on your nods that you can actually use to focus your night vision. So just <laughs> yeah. don't ever forget that. So <laughs> if it's really blurry, dude, like you got to focus it, focus them in. Listen. Yeah. Guys, you can, you can see really well with those things and you can even read uh, a lot of people like they don't read, like you can read your maps and overlays and stuff. Like just, it, you can adjust it. 
right? Yeah, Not for like near like near vision or yeah. Yeah, some guys will do that. Like they'll they'll adjust one and then the other ones, you know, focus where they can see normally and stuff. But you guys will figure it out. Um. Uh. But anyways, jumping back to what you guys said, the worst it, uh experience. The worst was it like a one-time thing he said or was it just overall he just said um the most the physically hardest thing you have ever done and yeah, mine mine was uh mine was in ranger school it was florida phase my second time through and uh and it was a it was a what ended up being seven days of movement through it was like a mix of rain and sleet and it just never stopped like it just never stopped and i remember thinking <laughs> on the seventh day dude i was like it can't it can't rain anymore like i just we were bedding down you know for what what was probably ended up being like maybe an hour or so and i was i was laying out i don't know why i did this but i was like i didn't want like the cold i didn't want the wet ground it stopped raining finally i didn't want the wet ground on my sleeping bag so i laid down a poncho um and then i put my sleeping bag on top and you probably know where this is going already (laughs) it's so um essentially what i did was i created a bowl right and i remember i my rucksack was blown open and uh i remember thinking it's not gonna rain anymore like that just made sense to me i was like it just can't there's no more (laughs) not even noah had eight days of rain (laughs) there's not any more water in the sky there can't be and so i just like i took out my wet weather pants and i just kind of draped them over the rucksack like just in case (laughs) thought that was enough because my poncho was on the ground you know um because that was a that was a good move and what happened was i laid down and uh i i conked out really quick naturally and then i woke up freezing and wet because a torrential downpour came uh and just absolutely uh soaked me in my sleeping bag and then the wet weather pants uh obviously did nothing to stop the water from Collecting. Yeah, wet weather pants don't help you when you jump into a swimming pool in case you guys are curious and and what you do guys is you have a wet weather bag <clears throat> in your rucksack and then you have all your things in it <clears throat> and then you tie off that that wet weather bag to prevent everything from getting wet because when everything in your rucksack gets wet number one uh it's good to be dry number two everything weighs about double whenever it gets wet so i created this bowl that got rained in um horribly and so i i remember that day i had woke up the next day i got called in to be in a leadership role and then i put on that rucksack that was uh probably 150 pounds instead of instead of like 80 or whatever um i don't know how much it weighed it was it was insane it was insanely heavy uh, because all that water got in and then i was cold and wet and it just continued to rain for the rest of that day too and i was in leadership and uh and so i had to uh, really be on on my game so um yeah that was that was definitely just that seven day full span was the worst um experience in the army for me i was just it was horrible i said most physically demanding but um it was and they go it sounds go like back. you just made your own problems i don't know if that no, no, no. really helps him listen, with emotionally answer. emotionally and physically dude because it was it was so heavy that rucksack was so heavy dude after it got rained in like that um and then i'm having her like run back and forth and handle things and yeah it was it was a lot um all right my turn my turn my turn dude <clears throat> 
Reggie says, how late am I? You're always on time, Reggie, when you're here at Dan and Jay Live. And if you guys want to see the rest, we always post these to YouTube afterwards. Um, if you don't know, we got it on Spotify. On Spotify, we kind of fine-tune the audio a little bit. But if you if y'all want to watch our um, our pretty mugs, dude, we're on YouTube as well. And this is Dan and Jay Live number 24. So there's 24 episodes of Dan and Jay Live. Um, and Spotify is nice, too, because you guys can uh, – I usually listen to things like this at, like, 1.2 speed. Um, so yeah. that's nice, too. You have a little bit of control. Yeah. Um, Sean says – what do you think about Army National Guard for Rangers, not just for Green Berets? Um, <laughs> so, you know, the Green Berets, uh, they can do the uh, the National Guard thing. Um, Rangers don't. Rangers is active. Um, that's an active duty thing. They don't have any um, National Guard. I don't know if you're asking if it should be, but because of the dynamic of what Ranger Regiment is, what it represents, and kind of like the mission, I don't see that being um, a viable thing. When I think of Ranger Regiment, I think it is a hard-charging machine, and that's that's what they do. That's who they are. So it's I don't think that would fit in the National Guard mission um, just because it just requires so much investment you know, full-time. Yeah, I'm not sure how I feel about Special Operations being National Guard across the board at all um yeah i just think that you it's hard to really gain that level of proficiency in anything um you know putting you know such little time in and now that they put no time in but you know one weekend a month two weeks a year with there's you know and it's a little bit more than that at the end of the day but i just don't think you can build that proficiency um so yeah, I just I don't see it being an option. Um, I also don't see the direct action mission set being um, viable so much in National Guard because National Guard is really for like anything happens in the nation. You know what I mean? So it's eh, it's weird. Yeah, it's a different it, to me. It's a, it's a different mission set, um, and I think it's awesome. By the way, you know National Guard's awesome, um, but it's it's different because it's <clears> like he was saying, direct action that requires a lot of investment a lot of training i mean a lot of training and when we were in ranger ranger regiment that's all we did is we trained and deployed that was it i mean it was it was uh, exhausting when i hear other people talk about oh they're bored like when i was there i wish i could be bored oh, there was days where you were bored don't lie I, I, why are you gonna throw me off like that dude? <laughs> uh i guess so but but we were very busy in comparison to you know um to a lot of things so um it's i guess there are some lulls but it's it's like i said it's like the oil field in the sense of you have two to three week um really intense training uh, events and then you have you know some weeks that it's lighter training but it's always you're always doing something working on something so. um Nick's coming at me today, but I'm I, we got to get to some of these questions. Daniel's answers have been long winded, Nick. So I do see you, uh, you know, running your mouth a little bit over there. But I'm trying to trying to keep the questions flowing. Um, Josh Nick says, "What's the phone I've seen thirteen foxes and tack peas wear on their chest? What's it for?" So, um, uh, is this something we can? Oh no, running out of time. This meeting will end in ten minutes. Upgrade now to remove the 40 minute time limit. What? When did that happen? Zoom now has a 40 minute time limit if you don't pay them. 
Uh, we're gonna have to. Um, we can switch it to um, Streamyard. I ain't paying nobody, dude. That's so weird. We got so we got nine minutes left, guys. Uh, we'll have God. Why we literally do this every week? We've done this every <laughs> week for like six months, and and they didn't even tell me when I started the meeting this time. They're just gonna tell me ten minutes in to try to bait me into paying for pro. Oh, We're that's absurd. It. All right, so it's going to be a quick one tonight. I'm sorry, guys. Um, I, blame Zoom. Tweet them or something. Um, so we'll start rattling these off. Uh, as, as far as a phone, I, I don't really know exactly what you mean. I, I have about eight ideas of what you could possibly mean. Um, but you said on your chest. So it's probably just a radio, most likely a different radio. Um, I don't know. Is, our, is it fine for us to use like Nomico just for radios on here? Yeah, I don't know if I don't know how far in the weeds I want to get with that one. It's fine. Personally, it's I'm most likely a radio um, or it's a we also have devices that let you work the radio that's on your back with on your front. It's just yeah. like a little um, like a cord that hooks up and you can just use your radio like this. So that it's either that or a radio. Try not to say anything. Um, yeah. uh, probably on the front. Um, yeah. It's good. It's a good question. Yeah, we just got to be careful with how much we yeah, say. Yeah. But yeah. it's most yeah. likely a radio that I can understand why you say it's a phone. It's a pretty small radio. Um. All right. You got any questions on your end? Or should we just? Try? I'm trying to. Uh, I got an update. Uh, Jose says he's waiting for his waiver and gonna enlist as a 13 Fox with an option 40. Uh, what is your oh, most yeah. Fister experience, and what would? others expect i think is what he's trying to say so our most fister experience and what would others expect it's like a couple kinds of fister experiences but um the what's my most fister experience yeah i'll let you go first i don't know the coolest uh one of the coolest things that i did was um was in training actually and i was working with uh the the 160th we get questions about the 160th and was calling for uh, fire with them and so it was a lane where i was moving and we were calling so there's a little bit of shooting and then also these guys would come in and hit targets and it was it was awesome like so we were working like a little bit of both with the targets it was this awesome lane and it was it was like fister specific so it wasn't like uh, we were kind of doing our own solo thing, but there's definitely some things like we were definitely having um, fun with it. Like it was something that, and another, okay, I got another one. Um, Listen, we only got, got seven minutes. All right. So you no, listen, need to, we're supposed you, to be I'll rattling these off. Okay. I know. Okay. I want to do two though. Uh, another one was me and my team got to, uh, got like a solo with the, the Black Hawk pilots. Like we just got to hang out with them and they mm. were like taking us wherever we wanted to go. We like tell them stuff on the radio. Like I called up Yankin Bank one time, and they were like doing all these cool things. I got a bunch of pictures from that. So um, we did like our own fast roping on different things. But literally, it was like our own taxi for the day. Like they were just they were just uh, wanting to get some flying in, and we were solo. Some other guys were off doing other things, and we were just like getting our own training in. But it was like we felt like cowboys for the day. Like it was just it was so much fun. Uh, yeah, I mean, all those shoots and stuff are awesome. Uh, probably like the most Fister thing though. And one of my favorite things about being a 13 Fox is just telling like high ranking officers and NCOs that don't do my job 
how wrong and like not smart they sound when they try to tell me like what to do or how to do my job when we're planning and stuff. They're like, wouldn't it make more sense? And I'm like, mm, I've been doing this job for like seven years. <laughs> no, it would not make more sense like that. Um, and as the 13 Fox is one thing that you will have to get comfortable with is talking to people that are rank you by a lot and telling them like, Hey, this is not works. Like this is, yeah. Like, yeah, like start majors and majors and colonels yeah. and stuff like that. Like I've, I've had to step up as an E4 even talking to colonels and being like, Hey, sir, that's, that's not how this is going to work. We can't do that. Or that's not how it should work. Or this is a better way. So that's one thing you got to get really, really comfortable with doing. Um, luckily I love running my mouth. So it actually worked out pretty well for me, but <laughs> It does. I can confirm. I, I as a corporal, I did a briefing uh, for Sergeant Major in the in the BC. Right, got in front of them, and uh, it was a it was actually something that an E six was supposed to do, but he didn't want to do it, so he uh, had no me way. do it. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, anyways, I did it, and it was like, but exactly like how many other people are getting in front of somebody that high ranking and and doing that? That's a that's the thing with the specialty jobs. You know, um, that's what I tell people is. You know, I know there's jokes and stuff thrown around, but some of those specialty jobs, especially uh, combat specialty jobs, they really, uh, there's a lot of, like you said, agency. And also there's a lot of responsibility that, yeah. you know, the average person is not going to have, right? The average line dude's not going to have. So I would argue that some of those jobs as a private, you have the responsibility of close to, if not a squad leader, um, especially when it comes to planning and what you're doing as a private, like you're planning at a, squad leader level plus you know um so it is i mean there is a lot of responsibility to some of those specialty jobs tied to combat um all right so we got like four minutes matthew dunton says what do your courses entail as far as exercises diet etc that's he's who asked about the courses earlier uh matthew we have a couple videos on our youtube channel about like the war tlr warrior program which is our you know longest our six-month program um we do also have separate nutrition programs as well um they entail kind of a lot of stuff. If you want more information about them, I can definitely like help you out in our Instagram DMs. But also, there's pretty good descriptions on each of our programs on our website uh, for like our actual workout programs as well as our nutrition programs. So if you guys want to check those out as well. Um, but if you have extra in-depth questions or specific goals in mind, Matthew, you can hit us in the DMs and we'll be there to let you know, like depending on what you're specifically gearing yourself towards, where you kind of are starting out and things like that, we'll be able to kind of help uh, tailor um, uh, either a combination of programs or which program should, would work best for you. Yeah, and, and the the short answer, like, like you said, Dumbledore, on what he said, the Warrior Program is very comprehensive six months. That's the one that is going to have the most comprehensive information. The other ones are good too. advanced military prep program. That's a favorite uh, by a lot of people. It's a two month program. And, uh, and it also has body weight options as well. So there's a two month body weight, two month gym program. Um, so just in case the gym's not available, you got body weight options. Um, there's also a comprehensive running program. There's good nutrition plans. It depends on your calories. You can go to trainlikearanger.com slash nutrition, calculate your calorie needs, all that information is there. And then you can go check out the nutrition programs. So there's a bunch of information. Like you said, reach out to us um, if you have any follow-up questions, but those are the two big ones. TLR Warrior Program is ultimately the one that I recommend for military prep, just because it's so comprehensive. Um, so like the progress is good in it. Uh, the TLR uh, Advanced Military Prep Program is good on a budget. Um, and a lot of people, if they want the extra running, they do the comprehensive running program and they really like that. And then obviously most of you guys are going to be the 3000 calorie needs program, the athletic uh, performance 
uh, nutrition program is the one that most of you guys are going to need, but, uh, again, calculate your calories and we can talk there, but, um, Sean has a question. We got two minutes. Yeah, I see that. Uh, uh thanks zoom by the way, zoom's really thrown off our game today, but it'd be short and sweet to the point. Um, Sean says, if you guys had the chance, would you have continued from Ranger into green beret? Uh, we get this question all the time no. and, uh, the short answer is no, because a lot of people, we, we only got time. <laughs> keep it it's a loaded yeah i kind of hit you with a loaded one but um again short answer same tier different mission sets um and i would even argue ranger has tier one you know whereas sf is a tier two so ranger has tier one with the with the recce guys um or get tied to tier one well sf has they both have tier one assets yeah um (laughs) uh, that's very true that's very true we got one minute but anyway um the both of them are awesome. It really just depends on what you want to do with your mission set. Um, all right. What you got? Um, just tune in next time. It's going to literally <laughs> shut off. So there's nothing we can do about it. Um, tune in next time. I have a funny story. Someone asked me about a funny military story, like a smoking story. I have one. I will tell it next time. It's too long for me to tell right oh, now. Oh, good. But you're probably doing yeah. the outro now. We'll <laughs> hit you with that one. Um, all right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, be sure to check out trainlikearanger.com. We have workout programs, nutrition programs, merchant apparel, informational content and as always much more on the agenda uh thank you guys for tuning in and remember to train to your utmost potential like a ranger have a great weekend guys see you guys